0: Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to my channel. This is Janelle Petrocino. And today you are listening to Strength and Struggle podcast. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are halfway to Thanksgiving or less. (laughs) What is going on? This year is flying by. It was honestly the fastest year of my life. Um, I don't know if you agree but it was a crazy year but nonetheless flew by. I cannot believe my little baby is soon to be a toddler in March. It seems like time literally is speeding by and I love it but at the same time I'm like slow down please. Anyway I recently have been conversing with a lot of people about growth and vision and just what People struggle with on their journeys. And I actually recently did a poll on my social media and it looks like the majority of people were really interested in learning about how to overcome their struggles with self-image. So in other words, healing their self-image. And I thought today would be a really just ideal time to talk about this because I was actually listening to my personal development this morning and One of the things that came up was that, you know, in life, we don't get what we want. But what we do get is what we believe we deserve. Does anyone else get goosebumps when they hear that? I'm going to repeat that. Write it down so that you can come back to this in the future. You don't get what you want, you get what you believe you deserve. (sighs) Like, chill down the spine. It's so true. And what happens is when we're children, if you really think about your children or maybe children of your friends or family or any child that you know, think about the innocence of that child. When we are born, we have no uh, just skewed perception of who we are as a person. We literally think that we're awesome. We think that we're cool and smart and in. We always want to be the winner and we think that we're the best of the best, right? I know all of my kids are constantly competing, thinking that they're just so awesome and just like, na 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 boo boo. Like, I'm awesome. I got this. And it's a beautiful thing. But what happens is that life and people and experiences change what we believe we deserve the circumstances, our environment, struggles experiences with relationships or lack thereof right these things that happen in our lives that create the chapters of our life mold us into who we are today so there are many many different things that can go into this concept right and I'm definitely not going to get all scientific on you today but I briefly just wanted to remind you that a lot of times if you are struggling from self-image it's probably because of a self or a i'm sorry, subconscious reaction to something that someone said about you or someone did to you or something that you did to someone or something that happened that now subconsciously defines you in your own mind. And the good news is is that we're like sponges, right? As we get older, we we hold on to everything that we hear and we learn like when my kid actually I take that back not everything I tell my kid to eat broccoli he he completely ignores me but then I say shit when I drop something and it's the word that he says 300 times for the next 20 days it's like dude it was an accident stop saying that word Um, But am I right? Like kids are sponges. They do what we do. They say what we say. So it's the same for us. Like it doesn't even necessarily mean just from our parents, but even just like other kids that we are around or maybe our daycare provider or whatever. Things that happened to us in our past, we we hold on to like a sponge, just like a sponge holds on to water. Well, the good news is, is that at any point in time in your journey, you can be intentional about changing what you believe And I know this to be true because I have changed so much these last two years. Just for an example, for my entire adult life up until two years ago, I literally had no voice when it came to politics and what I believed was right in regard to um, how we live as a country in the United States. No voice at all, no opinion at all, could not care less. But now, today, I'm having very powerful, in depth, meaningful, and passionate conversations about the government, politics, and the way that our country is being run today. Now, do you wonder how? It's because at any point in time in your life, you can change what you believe, or you can, you can, um, Grow what you believe. You can be whoever you want starting today, starting tomorrow, starting an hour from now. But it all starts with the intention to try. So first and foremost, the first step to healing your self-image is really understanding what you see. What do you see when you look in the mirror? What do you see when you think about who you are as a person? I don't necessarily mean physically You don't necessarily look in the mirror and have to see your body staring back at you. But what do you see when you think of yourself? I suggest that you pause this episode and go get a journal and and write it down. Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you do in this world? What impact do you make? These are all really important things. Because if you don't even know what you believe about yourself, how are you going to fix it? How are you going to change it? Now you might know that there are more times that you feel down and negative and unattached when it comes to yourself. So you might already know, hot red flag, I definitely have self-image issues. But you might not necessarily know what they are. So that's the first step, is figuring out what they are. The second step is figuring out what does it look like to have a positive self-image because your perception and my perception and your neighbor's perception and your best friend's perception of what a positive and healthy self-image is is going to be different, right? And all that matters at the end of the day is that you are fulfilling what you believe is a healthy self-image for yourself, so pause this episode again for five minutes and write down what it would look like to have a positive and healthy self-image. What kinds of things would you say? What kinds of things would you do? What kinds of things would you react to or not react to? How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? Who, what leg- legacy do you want to leave? How do you want to make other people feel? All of these questions are so important and the really neat thing is is that you get to prioritize which ones are the most important ones to focus on, right? Because this is your self-image. So once you figure out what your current self-image is and what you want it to be, all that you really have to do is take the steps to bridge the gap and figure out what are some things that I'm doing to create this reality of what my image is now and what will I have to do to make a change so that it looks the way that I want it to look or it feels the way that I want it to feel? So one example that I can honestly tell you from my personal experience is that I remember distinctly, it was a Tuesday, it was about four thirty, and it was 2014. It is now currently 2021. I don't know when you're listening to this episode, but It was many, many moons ago. I looked in the mirror, and I hated what I saw. Absolute, like, disgust. I had always been a pretty petite person, um, but every single time I looked in the mirror, I looked at my legs. I looked at my legs, and I just cringed. I always have felt like I've had manly legs, very uh, thick legs, and it's something that's always bothered me. And I remember having friends that were confident and that said that they were on a self-love journey and that they loved themselves. And I just turned my nose up to it because I was like, that's so weird. It's weird to love yourself. Like, that's so weird. How do you love yourself? Like, what are you, narcissistic? I remember thinking that, which is really sad if you really think about it. But I had no clue because I spent my whole life beating myself up And convincing myself that I was something that I wasn't. That I wasn't good enough or worthy enough to wear shorts or dresses. Because I had manly legs. So I I started to surround myself with people that had a positive self-image. And what I realized is that it was all a choice. It was all a perception. And so I decided to put in the work and really figure out why I hated my legs so much. Well, I came to find out they're short and stocky. That's what I like to say. But I really didn't like to say it. Do you want to know why I said it? Because somebody else told me that about my legs. Someone else told me that I had short and stocky legs, that my lower body has always been hefty. Someone actually said those words to me a couple of years prior. So I took that perception of someone else, of me, and I clung to it and I defined myself with it. And that's when I realized that, holy crap, do I even really genuinely think that about myself or am I just absorbing what somebody else said about me like a sponge? And what I realized at that moment is that it's always a choice. It's a choice of what you want to absorb and what you don't and what you want to cling to, and what you don't, and at that point, I decided in my journey, I was no longer going to bully myself, and that I was no longer allowed to say something negative about my legs, and you can ask my friends, I guarantee you, I mean, we haven't talked about it, but I guarantee you that if you ask them if they ever notice a change from when I used to talk crap about my legs or make compliments about everybody else's but mine to a point in my life where I never talked about it again. Because I I truly remember the day where I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. And so fast forward to now, guess what? I honestly can't even count the amount of times that I wore pants this entire summer, this past summer. I wore shorts every day. And I haven't really said anything negative about my, my legs in I don't know how long because it was a choice that I made. I wasn't going to have a life where I felt like I was important or worthy or um, attractive or, you know, insert any word until I truly understood what I believed I deserved. And I deserved what I decided is that I deserved to feel that way. But that the only way that I would feel that way is if I made the conscious decision to feel that way, right? So it's not always easy. And I want to make it that very clear. You might start doing this and you might say, after like 24 hours, well, cool, I said this or I did that, but it didn't change anything. Well, guess what? It's a daily practice. You know, just as much as you've practiced beating yourself down and bullying yourself and associating yourself with certain um, terms and ideals that maybe really aren't genuinely who you are, you could put the same work into becoming a healthier and happier version of yourself. So everything in life that is good and meaningful and abundant is going to take work. So just, I'm sorry, disclaimer, this isn't going to just change in the snap of a finger, but I can promise you that if you stay diligent, And you make it a priority every day to pick something. One thing. For me, it was my legs. And ever since then, it's been 15 million other things. I mean, not literally, but you know, like 30 other things. And all of a sudden today, I'm super confident in who I am. I don't put myself down. I do accept compliments. I don't look in the mirror and look for something bad. In fact, I never allow myself to look in the mirror and think something bad without first thinking something good. It's an intention. So start there. Pick one thing that you bully yourself about and then refuse to bully yourself. And if you have to bully yourself, don't do it until you compliment yourself first. Rewire your brain with your actions. And there's something that I said a couple of minutes ago that I want to circle back to and that is step number four. Um, it's not really a step, actually, but it's just like something to consider is that. You're going to have a more positive self-image if you surround yourself with people that have a positive self-image. You are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So choose wisely. If you are surrounding yourself with people that are negative, self-bullying, you know, martyr-type personality, people that are just constantly like, you know, beating themselves down and letting other people walk all over them, you're gonna have more of a tendency of of being that kind of person. So be specific with who you surround yourself with and surround yourself with with uh surround yourself with people that only inspire you and lift you higher. I I can honestly say that I'm really proud of the people that I surround myself with. They're people that really push me to be a better version of myself every day a version of myself that maybe i was afraid to be yesterday that's the type of people that you want to surround yourself with that's a huge part of your self image and it and, and you know and it's not because it's about them but it's because sometimes in the moment when you're just monotonously walking through life or you know even tiptoeing through life sometimes life goes feels like it's going by so slow and you're going through a struggle or you're in a bad place mentally like it it can be that reminder every day that you've got this or that you're worth this and that you're worthy and that you can have like a life where you are kind to yourself and loving and supportive and your biggest cheerleader and one of the best ways to remind yourself of that is constantly surrounding yourself with people that have self-respect and self-confidence so Anyway, I don't want to keep you too, too long. I really want to value your time. I know Sunday is our family day and um, the day where we, you know, worship God and all of that. But I just want to make sure that you know that this is something that you can do. You can start right now. Yourself healing your self-image, just it really, the hardest part is deciding that you need to, right? Deciding that it's something that you really need to work on and then taking that first step. And in my opinion, a lot of times the first step is the hardest. So this is me giving you that belief. Borrow my belief. I've said this before. Borrow my belief. If you don't have the belief in yourself yet, borrow mine. Because I believe in you. I know it to be true. I know that you can do this. I've done it. And I'm still doing it. And do I, you know, have bad days sometimes where maybe I fall back into those bullying, self-bullying ways? Yeah, We're all human, but I could tell you what, I have more good days because I, I, number one, I really recognized my need to work on this healing. Two, I really created a vision of what I wanted and who I wanted to be. Three, I bridged the gap and I made little daily mundane, silly, stupid little choices that didn't seem like they'd do much but compiled over time, changed my life. And I focused on surrounding myself with people that had a positive self-image. So it might not be uh, the easiest transition, but it will be the most monumental of your life. Because when you love yourself and when you put yourself at the top, other people can't help to. That is the best way to gain respect from others is to respect yourself above all. So you've got this. I believe in you. And if you have any questions about this or you'd like to have coffee talking about it in more depth, I'm an open book. I love helping others. I love growing. I love learning. I love becoming better every single day. So I believe in you. You got this. And I will hopefully hear from you all soon. If not, I will see you next week for the next episode. Take care.